I'm Tom D'Antoni. I've been wanting to get Ken DeRoshi in the coffee shop for years. He wanted to wait for his new album, but we're not quite there yet. But every year around this time, he does the Ken DeRoshi food drive, and it's been growing larger every year. So here he is at World Cup Coffee and Tea. He's been leading his soul band for a long time, and it's always been one of the best. So we're going to talk about the food drive first, and then see where we go. Meet Ken DeRoshi. Welcome to the cupping room. Oh, thanks for having me here. Right here at World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason. I like this place. Where we do these things. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's nice. It's a nice location. I know. I would, and they make use... a really nice cappuccino. They do. The room could use some baffles, but... It's a little live. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. What are you going to do? It makes our boomy voices sound even bigger. Yeah, speaking of which... Yeah. <laughs> do you think we sound alike, too? <laughs> no, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm about an octave lower than you, I think. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but it is really weird all these years. I know. People think you're, I'm you and you're me. I know. I think the first time it happened, we were playing a benefit at the Alberta Rose. Uh-huh. And uh, a singer here in town came up to me and said, Mr. D'Antoni, how you doing? <laughs> and I laughed. And, uh, and, and it, but it's happened multiple times, and I think it's happened yeah, to you. Yeah. Oh, it always happens at the yeah. Blues Festival for me. <laughs> I, had, I had a couple of, several people come. Hey, are you singing year. today? Yeah. <laughs> sure, come by. Right. And, and would you like to meet me after the show? <laughs> yeah, come on backstage and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, musicians have a tendency to, to draw uh, women more than. Writers, because writers, you know, are, are solitary people pounding <laughs> right. away in the, you know, with, 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 with one light on and no audience. <laughs> well, that's the way we spend all of our time, you know, away writing songs. Yeah. It's not until we go out and perform them that we get that limelight. But I don't know. I can relate. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah, except yeah. I can't relate. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Because I love getting laughs, and uh, you know, cause, and and I and, uh, and I want I do the radio thing. I can't. I don't get. I don't get. I don't get feedback too much of that. Like, no, you win. <laughs> well, I wanted to get you in here to talk about your your food drive. What is that about? Um. Well, back in 2014. I decided I wanted to try to do something to help the community out. And I thought about it a while and thought about different types of charities and what the band could do, what, what we could be involved in. And I decided to do something for the Oregon Food Bank. I wanted to uh, do something to give back to the community and get people in this music and blues community involved that we could all kind of uh, participate in. And so... Having been playing music here for years and years, I knew a lot of club owners and store owners and music store owners and managers and that kind of thing. So I just started making a few phone calls. I call people and say, hey, I'm thinking about having a food drive. And, uh, you know, can I bring a barrel and put it in your store or in your club? You know, tell your people about it, your customers, get them to bring food in when they come. And, you know, I'll leave it up for a month and then we'll come and collect all this stuff and donate it to Oregon Food Bank. And... A bunch of people went, wow, that sounds like a really good idea. 
So I, uh, I did. I, I called Oregon Food Bank and figured out what you need to do to organize a food drive, and they delivered all the barrels, and then I went, wow, that's a lot of barrels to deliver. So I got online really quick and said, hey, who wants to volunteer to deliver some barrels after a food drive? And <laughs> all these people came out of the woodwork and went, I'll help you. So I got a group of people that um, now it's pretty established, and I have people every year going, hey, when's food drive? When do, when do I need to pick up a barrel? Wow. And so people, you know, I organize it to have Oregon Food Bank drop off barrels at my office, and then I have a two-day window where people, my volunteers, can come in and pick them up, and I give them promotional material to take to the, to the club or the store and directions, and here's where you're going, and here's the hours, and they go off and they deliver all this stuff around the city, and it's there for a month, and I promote all month long, and hopefully those, all those individual locations promote for a month to their customers, and at the end of the month, uh, I've got a good friend who owns a sound company here in town named Brad Wager, mm-hmm. and Brad has big trucks for his sound equipment, mm-hmm. so Brad comes and he donates a day to me. Wow. And he comes and picks me up in a great big cargo van, and we go all over the city for a day, and we pick all the full barrels up and take them back to my office, and then a few days later, Oregon Food Bank comes and picks up all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, I figured I'll try it out in 2014 to see what happens. And in 2014, I think we had 11 barrels out, and we have between 13 and 1,400 pounds of food donated. And I went, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Let's do that again. And so 2015, we did it, and I think we had 1,800 and some pounds of food donated. And last year, we had, I think we were 20 pounds shy of 2,000 pounds of food. Wow. And then... One of the locations that's uh, one of my partner locations is the branch of Banner Bank out in Tualatin. Uh-huh. And they have been my biggest supporters. They go absolutely crazy with getting food donations and money donations. And two years ago, they called me up and said, hey, can you come by the office? We, we need to talk to you. And I was like, oh, this kind of... <laughs> I was a little nervous. I'm like, what's going on? And I, I showed know. up, and the manager of the bank, she hands me an envelope, and I open it, and it's a check for $1,500 made out to the Oregon Food Bank. I went, holy cow. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, and they're still, they're just, you know, they're going crazy with promoting it, and they do big displays throughout the whole bank. And if people come in and go, oh, I didn't know you were doing a food drive, I wish I had brought something. And they'll say, you can donate money. And they've got an envelope behind the the counter and they collect money all week long and then on Friday they'll go out to Winco and buy food with all the money they collected during the week and put it in the barrel and by the end of the thing I've got like two barrels worth of food I mean hundreds of pounds of food just from this one location but so yeah two years ago they, they donated 1500 last year they donated 2000 this year the manager called me and said was talking to the, the district manager about this, and we decided we want to get even more involved. And uh, so we, uh, we signed up to go volunteer at the Oregon Food Bank distribution facility um, on December 1st. And would you come with us, and we'll go pack up boxes and bags of food. I went, heck yeah, I'll do that. So I love seeing that kind of initiative, people getting involved like that. So... It's become an annual thing for me. This is the fifth annual. Every year we have a kickoff party where bands play. We just did that on Sunday, and the Ray Gordon band and my band played. Mm-hmm. And, and we had probably, I don't know, a barrel and a half to two barrels where the food got donated at the door. Wow. And uh, that's how I started every year uh-huh. is we have a big party. 
and people donate food for it, and it's really freaking cool to see the impact. Now, the the breakdown on it is, I believe it's for every... Oh, I know I'm going to get these numbers wrong. I think it's for every... Nobody's checking. I think it's every... <laughs> $20 of food equates, or I'm sorry, $20 of donation equates to something like 10 meals. Every 10 pounds of, or every 20 pounds of food donated equates like 15 meals. Uh-huh. So over the course of the last four years, not including this year's donations, it's all come out to, I think it's 16,800 plus meals that this food drive has generated for people here in Oregon. That's amazing. It's super cool, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just people getting together. It's not just me. You know, it's tons and tons of people in the music community here in Oregon, in Portland, that are donating, um, that bring food out to shows. So, you know, tons of the clubs here in town um, are involved, like Blue Diamond. Yeah. Um, uh, Catfish Lou's. Vinyl Tap. And Mekong Bistro, um, you know, every location of Guitar Center in Portland, every location of Portland Music Company, Tigered Music, Five Star Guitar, um, you know, all these places, Banner Bank, my office. You want to come by in Tualatin and see me at my office? Please do. <laughs> Bring some candy. You can donate it at my door. Um, all these places, you know, people know you can go and donate food there uh, f- for an entire month. So people promote it and they collect food and every year we get more and more and wow. it's just super cool i'll tell you another really cool story uh-huh. that just happened a few days ago so uh, in the middle of the week last week when i was promoting the food drive and the kickoff party um i sent a big email blast out to i've got a big email newsletter list and i sent it out just talking about hey the food drive is starting it's going to start on sunday the kickoff party come bring food down all this stuff about an hour after i sent it i get an email back from a guy down in salem who I didn't know. I mean, we were friends on Facebook, but we had never met. But he was on my my newsletter list. And he, he emails me back and he says, I'm the uh, marketing director for a wholesale bakery down in Salem, and we make cookies. Huh. And we want to donate 50 cases of cookies to your food drive. Wow. You just need to come and pick them up. And I'm like, mind blown. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, scramble. This was Thursday. I'm like, all right, I need to figure out how to get down there. I don't have a truck. Yeah. Angie doesn't have a truck. I'm like, all right. Uh, I start calling people, and Angie's stepdad is down in Palm Springs with the truck and various people. It's like, well, I could drive over here to get it. How am I going to do this on a Friday? I'm working. Finally put a notice out online on Facebook and said, I need help. Who's got a truck and can go down to Salem, pick up 50 cases of cookies, and bring it to me in Tigard for the food drive? And some friends of mine did. They went, we can do that. So they went, went down there, brought it to me on Friday, but it wasn't 50 cases of cookies. It was about 70 cases of cookies. And then it was uh, seven of these giant baker's racks that each held 100 individually wrapped giant cookies. So 700 individual cookies in these massive racks. And it was all they could fit in their covered pickup. And they said, by the way, they have five more racks of those they intended to give you. For for the food drive. Yeah. Uh, mind blown. I'm like, how many faces of kids are going to light up yeah. when they go to get food yeah. during the holiday and they right. see these giant freaking cookies in there? I was so <laughs> ecstatic. Yeah. So yeah. people keep 
getting more and more involved with it. Mm-hmm. I get sorry, I'm going and going and going. I'm talking and no, talking, no. but I get excited about it because it really it makes me excited to see all these people from all over, you know, the whole Portland metro area and Salem now and different places that are like, yeah, that's something I can get behind. And they're donating their time and they're donating their money and they're donating their effort and resources Mm -hmm. and food to help other people in our community. And I think that is, especially in today's day and age and the political climate and everything else that's going on, to see people just say, I just want to help. That is really cool and I love that. I think given the day and age, I think people want to do good. I think there's a lot that do. Yeah, I agree. Got to channel your energy into something. That's instead of divisive and right. you right. know just yeah. beating your head up against the wall. Okay, what can I do? This is something I can control. I can donate ten bucks online, or yeah. I can take some food out of the cupboard and put it in a barrel. Yeah, and it helps somebody. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can run down to Salem and pick up some cookies. Yeah, you know, that's something I can control. I do have control over that. I can do it. All right, and it's you're right. I think it's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. That's terrific. Thanks to all the volunteers that help make this thing actually happen because there's a lot of people involved with it. Yeah. My name gets on the posters, but it's, you know, there's at least 30 people every year that help me put this on that, mm-hmm. and I try to give them credit online all the time because it's really important to me that they know I really appreciate them. Yeah. You Any know? more gigs connected with this? No, we only do uh, we only do the kickoff? one kickoff, yeah. you know, a year, and then yeah. for me, it's just I spent a whole lot of time for a month promoting it and trying to get people out to all these locations yeah. to go support it, take food out there, go right. fill the barrels, tell your friends about it, uh-huh. you know, and uh, and support it, and you know, every time you go to the Blue Diamond, grab a couple of cans, really, grab a box of Kraft mac and cheese, yep. you know, take it down. Are you going to Mekon Bistro? You know, um, take some food down there. Uh-huh. You know, go to Vinyl Tap. You, you know, if you're going to any, take something. You know, you want to go to Portland Music? Awesome. Go look at a guitar and drop some food off. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a real easy thing. Yeah. You know, the next time you're going to, to Winco to go shopping, grab a couple extra cans. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's, it's a great thing to do. It's supposed to make you feel good. I like helping. Yeah. I, I, I can see... You know, that first year, it was a total crapshoot. I didn't know what was going to happen, if yeah. anyone was going to get involved or not. I hope they did. But, you know, I'm in my fifth year with this now, and I can see the long-term impact. I can see how many people are actually impacted by it and how many meals are being supplied mm-hmm. and how many people it's actually impacting. And it's it's like, how could I not continue doing it? Right. Right? It's, right. Yeah. you know. Yeah. It's not like it's this great effort for me. I'm not trying to downplay it, but uh-huh. how could I not put a little effort into to doing this and getting some other people? Let's just do this. Right. You know. And then you have 11 other months out of the year to get the new record out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you see, that one, that requires donations of another kind. Yes, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But we would all like to hear it. Oh, I, I cannot wait to get this record into the hands of some people. Yeah. I, um, all the rough mix. Uh, almost every track is recorded. I only need two vocal tracks recorded on it. Wow. Um, uh, a verse by Lorana Steele and a verse by Arietta Ward. Uh-huh. And then everything's tracked. Um, uh-huh. uh, hopefully, the mixing has already started on one of the tunes. But yeah, I still I'm just trying to raise funds for 
mixing, yeah. mastering, manufacturing, right. I can get it out. And right. that's the big expense. Yeah. All, the, all the tracking was paid for and is done. Uh-huh. It's all the other stuff that now needs to occur. And so who's singing in your band these days besides you? Arietta Ward. That's what I thought. Yeah, Arietta yeah, yeah. has been uh, on every gig I've done for... Her first gig with us was actually the CD release party for the last record <laughs> in 2013. Wow. Um, LaRonda was singing in the band. Uh, and whenever I do a CD release party, I like to have lots of extra uh-huh. guest players and that kind of thing. Yeah. And, they said, oh, I'd love to get a couple other singers. And LaRonda said, oh, my best friend, Arietta. you got to have Arietta." <laughs> I went, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> and so Arietta came, and we did some rehearsals, and it was me and LaRonda and Arietta and, uh-huh. and Jeff Knutson sings backups, and yep. my trumpet player sings backups. And so we had all this great five-part harmony stuff going on, and it was magical. And after the CD release, I said, Arietta, do, do you want to stay? <laughs> That'd be real cool if you wanted to stay. <laughs> yes. And uh, she said, yeah, I'll stay. Yeah, and uh, and then when Loranda started doing the thing with with Lewis, uh-huh. um, Loranda went that way, and Arietta just kind of took over that whole thing, mm-hmm. that side of the band. So she co-fronts the whole band with me, and she's a powerhouse. Indeed, know? indeed. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's pretty wonderful to deal with she's got a great voice and she's hilarious <laughs> and she just really like her fits. mom <laughs> you know what i played with her mom a couple of times but i didn't i didn't really know janice all that well uh-huh. um she was always very really quiet around me but she didn't know me yeah and i heard that from other people that right when she got to know you she was a real cut up right but I wish I could have gotten to know her to know that yeah. side of her, but I yeah. didn't. Yeah. I, I know. It's a bummer. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I played on my radio show the week before last. I played a track from that album, the last album she did with um, uh, Linda Hornbuckle, mm. the one that, uh, that, uh, that Terry produced. Right. And uh, amazing. Just amazing. Oh, the two of them were just yeah. world-class players. Yeah. Yeah. Linda's voice. Linda, I, I went and saw Linda live here in Portland, I don't know, 10, 15 times. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and she's just a mind blower to see yep. and hear. Yep. Which, I mean, it, it always, it boggles my mind. I look at the talent pool in this town and I uh-huh. go hear somebody like Arietta or LaRonda uh-huh. um, or Linda. Yeah. You know, and... Andy Stokes, you know, he's starting to really get some national he's attention. He's got a hit. I know. He's got a hit record out there. amazing? Um, <laughs> you know, and he's got his second single out now with Snoop Dogg. Is that right? Yeah. He just released his second uh, single, and it's yeah. now hitting uh-huh. uh, the top uh-huh. 40 adult contemporary yeah. R&B yeah. Uh, charts. But it's, uh, it's Andy Stokes featuring Snoop Dogg. And, um, Who'd have but, thought? Well, you know... There's so much incredible talent, and it always blew my blew my mind. It was like, why don't more people outside of Portland know right. who these amazing people are? Yeah, yeah. you know, I we're I, I don't I hope we don't take it for granted. You know that we get to go see these amazing players yeah. Yeah. at little clubs in our town. Right. You know? Well, Linda and Janice's legacy is huge, huge, absolutely. I mean, would there be Liv Warfield without Linda? Oh, you know, man. when because when 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 Liv 
was just singing karaoke. That's when she met Linda and started hanging out. Mm-hmm. And she learned so much from her. I used to go see Liv at the original Jimmy Max. Oh, yeah. Oh, with Kitty Corner. Yeah, with, with uh, uh, Joey. Joey Porter. Joey Porter, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she would sit, she'd sit on stage on a bar stool yeah. in a running outfit. Mm-hmm. Liv Warfield, like yeah. the most glamorous singer in the world now, right? Oh, yeah. I got to. <laughs> I, I was real fortunate. Um, God, this is probably going back 10 years ago, but I saw Joey Porter had a band called Porter House. Yeah. And they opened up for Tower of Power at the uh, the Zoo Amphitheater. Uh-huh. And uh, Joey had Liv come and do the show yeah. with him, so I got to see Liv yeah. and Joey... Open for Tower of Power Amazing. with ten thousand people there, and they, uh, I, I brought some friends, and they're like, "Who is this band?" I know. You know, they were there to see Tower of Power. I had no idea who Liv and Joey were, and I'm like, "You're in for a treat. Just hold, buckle up, hold on." And they were like, "Wow!" And it, I've never, from the first time I ever saw Liv, she was just as impressive. Oh, absolutely. Way back then, oh, as yeah. she is now. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. She's an amazing talent. I was shooting a TV story on her because I did the first the first stories on her, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we were shooting at the old Jimmy Max, right? And we shot up maybe three or four tunes, right? We we're gonna, gonna gonna shoot the whole set, right? Right. And Joey is in the middle of a solo, and the power went out throughout oh. the entire neighborhood. Oh God! It was it was, it was amazing. We, <laughs> oh, no. we had to shut down, and I mean, we got enough, but right. you know, it was amazing. That was when on that same shoot, the earlier in the day. We're sitting there interviewing. I'm sitting there talking to Liv, right? Mm-hmm. And we're doing doing the interview, right? right? We're rolling, and she starts talking about her days as a gymnast. And she says, "You know, sometimes I'll be walking down the street, and I'll be talking to some friends, and I'll just want to do some flips." So I said, "Wait a second, wait a second. Could you do that for us right here?" She said, "Sure." So we set the camera down. We're in the park blocks. We set, the, right. we set the camera down there, and she starts running towards us and goes, whap, 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 whap. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, she was a pro football player. No, I there didn't There was know a that. ladies' pro football league uh, <laughs> for a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do know that because I had a yeah. client who's a doctor in North Carolina who was in that league. Is that right? <laughs> way back when. <laughs> but So I did know that. <laughs> but I had no idea that Liv was a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, can we put an ad up for you for the food drive? Oh, of course. On Oregon Music News? Please do. That's all we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please let people know. I can't give you anything but ads, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, anything anyone can do to get the word out and just inform people and direct them yeah. you know, to any of the locations, go support those locations and take some food while you're there. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, I can send yeah, you a link yeah, yeah. that lists uh, that lists the whole thing. I've got a poster you can use for info. Gotcha. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have our guy contact you. Oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be um, awesome. So who's in the band these days? Oh, long list. Uh, so Jeff Knutson yeah? uh, has been my guitar player for about 15 years. Uh-huh. Um, Rob Busey on bass. Uh-huh. Uh, Rob has been with me since the very beginning. Uh, he's the only other guy in the band that's done every single show with me for 21 years. Wow. Um, uh, I got a brand new drummer named Paul Ansodegi, uh-huh. uh who's phenomenal. 
Uh, I got Brian Harris on keys. Yeah. Uh, you know Brian. He spent the last few years touring with Curtis Salgado. Sure. Um, Pete Peterson is my sax player. He's uh-huh. been for three or four years now. Pete's incredible. Um, I have one of my best friends in the world is my trumpet player, Caleb Dennison. And he's he's been with me on and off since the beginning, but he'll do two or three years. And then, you know, years ago when he was younger, he left and went and did the cruise ship thing for a couple of years and then came back and rejoined the band. And then he started his own band and left and he came back. But he's he's back with me on trumpet and he sings a lot of background vocals. Uh-huh. Um, Ariette Award, yeah. uh, myself. Trying to think, is that everybody? <laughs> I don't have them in front of me. Something. Yes, I think that's everybody. Okay. So that's that's the eight of us. That's a big band. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's with it's a, a big sound. It's a really really fun group to play with, man. Yeah. I tell you, you yeah. get on stage with players that good, um, and really good people to boot. That was the whole reason I started this band. I had been in a band that was getting shot by record labels and all that kind of stuff, but Uh the whole thing was imploding and drug use and attitudes and all that. And I finally went, I can't do that anymore. And I walked away and, and, and I said, I want to find a whole bunch of people that are really good players with, that are really easy to get along with. Yeah. We just had some fun (laughs) and make great music. And so I put my own band together and I haven't looked back. And, you know, obviously in 21 years, there's been a whole lot of people (laughs) through, through the ranks, but, Still, the core idea is great people, we all get along, and we make fun music. You know, I have a blast with it. All right. Well, consider this a tease. All right. This whole thing, it, 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 uh, to help, first of all, to help you promote the food drive. Yeah, I appreciate and that. And second, as a tease for when the record comes out, and we can really sit here and talk for about an hour. Oh, I'd love to. That would be good. Yeah, I got stories I want to tell you about this record. All right. Well, I can't wait. Yeah. None of us can wait. <laughs> <laughs> but you make us wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to help the record get done, um, I do have a GoFundMe page out there. You All can right. donate. Um, I still need about seven thousand dollars to mm-hmm. get the whole thing between mixing, mastering, and manufacturing. All so. right. Well, all all of the proper links will be on the page. Cool. And thanks for coming in. Thanks so much for having me. This is a blast. Great.